You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. You're listening to the Vox Media Podcast Network. MMA Fighting presents Timeline, Tony Ferguson versus Justin Gaethje. June 4th, 2011. The Ultimate Fighter 13 finale. Las Vegas, Nevada. After going 3-0 as a contestant on the UFC competition reality show, The Ultimate Fighter, Tony El Kukui Ferguson is set to face Ramsey Nijem to determine the season's winner. Ferguson wins by TKO in the first round, moving his professional record to 11-2. Ferguson also earns a $40,000 knockout of the night bonus. Ferguson would go on to pick up victories over Aaron Riley at UFC 135, Jones versus Rampage. Uh, the only thing I want to do is I want to make sure that the crowd, you know, they, they know that I work very hard and, you know, that I could go all three rounds with Aaron Riley. Uh, that's what I was planning on. I knew he was going to come with some head kicks too, but I didn't fear him. You know, anytime that he threw him, you know, I just made sure I blocked and countered with it. Uh, my biggest thing was I wanted to make sure that I, I didn't, you know, I don't want to flake. You know, I want to show up today. I don't want to be there and come out with, the, you know, with a loss. I want to come out with that W. You look good at 170. Why did you drop down to 155? Uh, you know, uh, Silva called me up and he said, uh, you know, we got an opportunity for you. And I value opportunities from, you know, the highest guys up there. And, you know, I talked it over with my coaches, talked it over with my manager. And it seemed, you know, they, they said before, can you make it? And I said, yeah. And so we tried it out and, you know, I like it. It's cool. But, you know, 170 is nice for me if I like to eat a bunch. You know, I like my steaks too. But 155, I'm a little bit more hungry over here at this weight. You know, I, you know, 5'11", 76 inch reach, you know, 155 pounds. I think it's perfect. Eve Edwards at the Tough 14 finale. Mike Rio at UFC 166 Velasquez versus Dos Santos 3. I'm back, baby. I'm ready for the next one. I'm going after that strap. So 155ers, watch out. Katsunori Kikuno at UFC 173 Barrow versus Dillashaw. Danny Castillo at UFC 177 Dillashaw versus Soto. Level, if you win this fight, do you want to start getting bigger fights? Do you think that you're being overlooked to a degree in a very crowded division? I mean, let's be honest, 155 might be the most stacked in the UFC, and maybe sometimes your name doesn't get mentioned. Do you think you should be mentioned if you win this fight? I don't really care. It doesn't matter to me, like I said, because you know what? I'm not in it to rush it. I'm not in it to, to be to the top right away. Why? Because when you get to the top right away, sometimes you lose it really quick. Me, I like the stepping process. This is a whole experience. Look at it. Follow me. Take this. Look at this. Look at this. This is amazing. I don't know if you know this or not, but every single kid that has a dream, this is awesome, dude. I mean, check this out. Literally. Check that out. Really? I mean, your how, name. How could I not like like this? This is a perfect experience for me. All these kids or all these adults that have seen me grow up and all the coaches that have ever, you know, gave me the chance, you know, that gave me that opportunity to change my life around. This is exactly what I'm doing. Thank you guys. I'm not going to quit. Abel Trujillo at UFC 181 Hendrix Lawler 2. And Gleason Tebow at UFC 184, Rousey versus Ngannou. Um, is there anyone in particular or any type of fighter, you know, a ranked type of ranked level fighter that you want to take take on next now that you're coming off of a series of wins? 
We were taking a look in the back of the top 10. I'm ready for every one of them. I'm gonna pick them off all from the bottom, all the way up to the top. So when I get there, there will be no questions. I will be the champ. His only setback during this streak would be a decision loss to Michael Johnson at UFC on Fox 3, Diaz versus Miller. July 15th, 2015, UFC Fight Night 71, Mir versus Duffy, San Diego, California. After four years in the UFC, Tony Ferguson is booked against top 10 lightweight Josh the Punk Thompson as the co-main event. This would be El Kukui's breakout performance. Ferguson would dominate Thompson over 15 minutes. Ferguson would also take home his fourth performance bonus of his UFC career. December 11th, 2015. The Ultimate Fighter Season 22 Finale, Las Vegas, Nevada. Originally booked as Tony Ferguson versus Habib Nurmagomedov, Habib was forced to withdraw due to a rib injury, a little over a month away from the fight. Top lightweight contender, Edson Barboza, would replace Habib in the co-main event spot. Tony, a lot of people were looking forward to your fight against Habib Nurmagomedov. Unfortunately, it's not happening. This is a pretty good backup plan. How disappointed were you, though, when you found out he was out? I was pissed, Ariel. I'm going to be honest with you. I got up to 201 pounds preparing for this bear wrestler. And I want to take him to his home. I want to make sure. Ensemble, right? You take him from their feet to their back. What's that? Instant win, baby. And then I was going to finish him. He robbed me of that. Put you in a bubble, buddy. So when they offered me Khabib, I already knew that it was going to be Edson Barbosa. Just knowing that, you know, with Khabib's uh, background and knowing that he does get hurt, he doesn't have anybody overseeing his training. Uh, you know, and he's not smart enough to be able to slow it down or get some rest because resting is a part and part of the fight game. But Edson Barbosa has... Eddie Alvarez, you have Frankie Edgar over there. I have zero UFC fighters I work with for a specific reason, because my energies are solely on what I work on. I don't have to belong to these big gyms because I am the big gym in Orange County. What if they say, okay, we want the Habib fight? Are you interested in that anymore, or have you moved on? Oh, it'd be awesome. Wrap them up in a bubble and be good. Okay. The fight ends up being one of the best fights of 2015. Ferguson eventually wins by submission, midway in the second round. Ferguson would take both Fight of the Night and Performance of the Night honors. Fight of the Night, Tony Ferguson defeating Edson Barbosa. We just got word, by the way, that Ferguson was transported to the hospital, but checked out all good, no problems there. So that is obviously good to hear. I mean, obviously he has some cuts and, you know, he lost a little bit of blood, but it was a tremendous win for Tony. He has definitely stepped up to the plate. He now has seven wins in a row. That's second longest in the UFC's lightweight division behind Donald Cerrone, who fights for the belt next week. Has he done enough now to warrant a title shot? Because I think you may have tweeted that. I want to ask him. And I may have a bone to pick, but let's go on the record here. He 100% deserves it. I, I, I do not understand the people saying that he doesn't at this point. Seven wins, six finishes. He's beaten, beaten guys like Josh Thompson the way that he's beating them. It's, I mean, it's incredible. I'm still buzzing about that fight. That was a tremendous it fight. Was. That was so much fun. And how, how lucky are we that that fight didn't get stopped in the first round without a legal up kick? That would have, oh, yes. that that would devastating. That would have kind of killed the show a little bit because it wasn't that good of a card until that point. I mean, I just love everything Tony Ferguson's doing right now. His whole persona, his intensity, his style, his his entries and his exits, and just the way his movements and he's going for these rolling knee bars and stuff. Yes. Just everything about. That fight was so, so entertaining, and Barboza just smashing him in the body the entire time. I thought that was a fantastic fight, perhaps a fight of the year contender. June 13th, 2016. UFC Fight Night 91, McDonald versus Lineker. Sioux Falls, South Dakota. 
Originally booked as Ferguson versus Michael Chiesa, Chiesa pulls out of the fight due to injury, and on very late notice, UFC newcomer Lando Venata fills in as the co-main event. But I'm a very scary opponent for this division. At 155 pounds, I don't walk around 155 pounds. Right now, I'm a solid about 190 right now, and I feel great. I changed a couple things up in this camp, and uh, I'm ready to take that title. This is my time, and uh, this year, next year, one of the it doesn't matter who's in front of me. I said I was going to pick apart this whole entire division. I really did. And that's why I'm not afraid to take any person that calls me out or take a chance to even go up to 170. But I, when I signed on dotted line for 155, I said I was going to wipe out this division. So next would be Alvarez. Pettis is gone. I picked apart Edson Barbosa with most respect. And Edson Barbosa picked apart Anthony Pettis. And I was telling you guys a long time ago that I would pick apart Pettis. But he's out of the question. But when he goes, his rank goes higher than mine, then he'll be there on the spot. And yet another wildly exciting fight. Ferguson wins by Dar's choke midway into the second round. Both fighters earn fight of the night honors. March 4th, 2017, UFC 209, Woodley versus Thompson 2, Las Vegas, Nevada. For the third time, Tony Ferguson and Habib Nurmagomedov are booked to face each other as the co-main event. The stakes this time are much higher with an interim UFC lightweight champion belt now on the line. I want to stay honest with you guys, but of course I'm exciting about this, you know, I can't wait. When cage close, I, I want to I wanna feel his power, I want to feel his striking speed. His, I want to feel, feel this guy because we're supposed to fight two times before, now we finally fight. No, that's why, that's why. A little bit nervous, but everybody nervous. Nobody wants to lose, you know, I have 24 win streak. You guys, want, you guys think I want to lose? Of course, I, I don't want to lose. And, but I stay focused. I stay focused on this guy. There's two people and one referee. And that dude's going to have to stop me from beating the shit out of Khabib. Well, you know you can love somebody without liking him, man. I love Khabib, man. He's my brother in arms. We're all here. We're all for one. I got peace with him, but inside that we got beef. We got to squash this shit. I'm, I'm tired of it, man. He's a bully. I'm going to shut him up. But I got respect for him and his father and his whole camp. But the next time they try to surround me and my team, we got problems. The other day they tried to pull that stupid shit. And uh, I'm a dangerous man inside and outside that octagon, baby. This is a battle between two warriors. I got a nine fight win streak. What sounds better than nine? Fucking 10, baby. And we're here at 10 Planet Jiu-Jitsu. I'm here with my squad from Tony Ferguson MMA. Dude, we're here for Snap Jitsu all day, baby. And he's gonna find out what that means real hard. I'm gonna put so much pressure on this kid. I'm gonna hit him so hard in his stomach. I hope this dude takes a knee. And if he doesn't, I'm gonna take him down. I'm gonna let him up. I'm gonna beat him mentally. This dude has no fucking way, no way to beat me on my way to victory. I said I wanted to put in some weight. I want to look good for you guys. I want to make sure that I look like a champion, I fight like a champion, I am a champion. So I put on some extra pounds, baby. Put on some extra pounds. Hey guys, if you check your emails, we did just announce that the, the Khabib-Ferguson fight has been canceled. Um, Khabib has been released from the hospital, but he was not medically cleared to fight due to weight management issues. Breaking news as you just heard it, Habib Nurmagomedov versus Tony Ferguson, one of the most anticipated fights of the year, the fight that both combatants called the best lightweight fight of all time, has officially been canceled. UFC lightweight Khabib Nurmagomedov was transported to Sunrise Hospital and Medical Center 
Thursday evening due to weight management medical issues. He was treated and has been discharged in the scheduled interim lightweight championship bout between Nurmagomedov and Tony Ferguson at UFC 209 has been canceled. Tony, you went through a grueling camp. You got here today, you made weight, and then you found out that the fight was off, that Habib Nurmagomedov had to go to the hospital. What was your thought? What went through your mind when you got that news? I thought it was a nightmare, man. Something worse than El Kukui. Uh, it was just some shitty stuff that you had to go through. This happens in the fight game. No disrespect to the UFC or to Khabib. Everything happens for a reason. Um, this is a fighter sport, man. So I want every single one of you to give love for the UFC and give love to Khabib. And I really want you guys to buy this pay-per-view because the rest of the fucking card is amazing. Stay true, fans. Stay awesome. Make sure you guys follow me on my way to victory. And I love every fucking one of you. Tony Ferguson, ladies and gentlemen. July 7th, 2017. The Ultimate Fighter Season 25 Finale, Las Vegas, Nevada. After a very successful run in the World Series of Fighting promotion, the 15-0 Justin Gaethje makes his UFC debut against Michael Johnson. I feel like a lot of these guys think that in order to make money, they have to, you know, create an act. I want to be straight up. I'm, facts are facts. Um, nobody's infallible. I can't be knocked out. Duh. You know, um, it's what the sport is. You know, we punch each other in the face. I take too much damage. Okay, uh, I haven't taken a hard enough punch because I'm 17 and 0 with 14 knockouts. I've broken every single person I've fought. Um, Melvin Gillard went to a split decision with me. He left the third round in a wheelchair. He he, he did not walk to the walk to the back. He left in a wheelchair. Um, you cannot make it past it. If you don't knock me out, you're not going to make it past the third round. It's, it's easy. It's, I, my pressure is my timing and pressure is the definition of MMA, and um, I'm comfortable here. I'm not going to try to get away from your shots. I'm going to meet them. I'm going to eat them on my forehead. You're not going to touch my chin, and then um, you know you have to be ready for what I'm firing back. I hit harder than you. Guarantee it. Last thing, um, undefeated. You know you're a WSO champion. If you beat Johnson, how how far away do you think you are from a title shot? Do you think you're pretty close? I'm not sure. Don't care. Don't know. Don't care. Um, I cannot look past Johnson. Um, he's dangerous, um, you know, when when he's confident. So he's going to be dangerous in the first three minutes, and then, like I said, I'm going to break. I'm going to break him. Plain and simple. I'm going to kick him in the leg, take his body, control his mind, control his heartbeat, and uh, he's going to want to. He's going to want out, guaranteed. By the end of the third, he won't answer the bell in the fourth. The highlight lives up to his reputation and delivers one of the best action fights of the year. Gaethje wins by TKO late into the second round. His first showing earns Gaethje the rare double bonus for fight and performance of the night. I'm there to break people. Like I said, I would drop them and I'd let them up. That's what I did. And stylistically, what are your thoughts on a matchup with Tony Ferguson? That's what I want. Michael Johnson whooped his ass, so... Uh, I will break him. You cannot look ahead. Um, I'm not infallible, never will be. I will lose, like I said. Not scared to get knocked down, not scared to lose. I'm scared not to perform. And uh, I'll take every single day towards the next fight to get ready for it. I don't care who's next. I want to fight Ferguson, but he'll probably say I'm not worthy. He lost to Michael Johnson, I just finished him. So he'll be full of shit when he says that. The following morning, Tony Ferguson tweeted, 
you hit like a bitch, you're not on my level. But if it's for the belt, I'd be glad to beat that ass for the interim. October 7th, 2017, UFC 216 Ferguson versus Lee, Las Vegas, Nevada. Tony Ferguson is set to face Kevin Lee for the interim UFC lightweight championship. I don't care who the fuck is sitting next to me. I don't care who I'm fighting. I don't care who's got the next opportunity for belts. I don't give two fucks. Only thing that matters is next week at UFC 216 between me and Kevin Lee, I'm gonna be on my fucking way to victory. And I've said that from day one and I'm not changing, son. Um, it's good to see you. You're about to fight for the interim title this time. We were just here back in March. You were about to fight for the interim title. I think you were like standing like right over there. I was actually over there. Yeah. That's why I first started. I went over there and then Kevin took my spot. It's okay. Does it feel weird? Like, do you feel like this will only feel like you're actually fighting for a belt finally after all the wins, after all the time, come Saturday when you're facing the guy? Because it seems like you've been burnt many times along the way. Uh, yeah. I mean, yes or no. I mean, it is what it is. I said I was going to beat everybody in this division. And I've been, I've been doing that. I've been sending people packing. And, you know, this guy was the only one that wanted to sign on the dotted line. Um, he had enough balls. I mean, Nate, Alvarez, Gaethje, uh, Khabib wasn't in the picture. I mean, unfortunately. And then I don't know why. So what I needed was a dance partner. I don't like to talk a lot of shit, so he covered it. You've been amping it up a little bit on Twitter these days, and it seems like you're not afraid of being the bad guy necessarily. I wouldn't say bad guy, it's just confident. People mistake my, conf my confidence for cockiness, where it's, I know damn right what I want to do. I know how hard I'm going to work. Nobody's going to distract it. You know, my wife told me, she's like, I want you to go to Big Bear. When I went up to Big Bear, I didn't even scroll. I didn't even look. I waited until I came down the hill to open it back up. Probably the best thing I could have did because with Twitter and Instagram, I love my gift wars. I love having fun. And then the cool thing is it's a, ni it's a nice way for me to be able to uh, relate to my fans, you know, to be humanized because we're not superheroes here. I like to say I'm a superhero because I create chaos when I need to, and that's my superpower, and I can control it and mold it and form it like a renaissance man and paint that picture for everybody with everybody's blood. But that's... That's what I do. Ferguson defeats Lee by triangle choke four minutes into the third round. Tony Ferguson is now the interim UFC lightweight champion. So if Connor's next, if, no matter what, if he doesn't want to defend it, then whatever. I don't care. I'm here right now. I just won this belt. I'm fresh. I don't have any injuries. I'm ready to go back to the drawing board on Monday. There's a couple of things I really want to work on and sharpen up, especially my elbows. My takedown defense, I mean, really, I don't care. My takedowns are amazing. Um, my takedown defense was amazing, but that's what I did. I sacrificed my takedown defense to get into my submission game. I wanted to demonstrate to everybody that I'm a full, complete mixed martial artist. I don't just have hands. Because in the beginning, I was knocking out people. You guys remember that? And then I learned Muay Thai, and then I learned Jiu Jitsu. And I just learned how to put it all together. You don't have to take so many shots like I did in the first one, but you have to might sometimes give one to take two or take one to give two. I took all the chaos from this week and I didn't want to bring negativity into it. This town had so much negativity already. I needed to do something different for myself to demonstrate that I wasn't going to let anything get to me and not let anything get to the people. People are still hurting, man. There's a lot of things going on in this world that you can worry about besides being pissed off and angry and trying to use that aggressiveness inside that octagon. For myself, it's completely different. I have, a, I have a one year old that's gonna be too soon. And for me, I wanna demonstrate the best kind of a person that I can be. Not for you guys, I can give two shits for you guys. I do it for my kid. I do it for my family. Why, because they deserve it. You guys deserve it too. In essence, honestly, um, 
I have fun with it. And uh, like I said, it's a growing up process, man. We all make mistakes and we all grow from it. But right now I'm the champ. I'm here to defend this thing and I'm here to go after the real belt. I'm not going anywhere, but I'm gonna be humble in this whole entire thing. And I'm gonna demonstrate to the younger generation that they don't have to talk shit in order to get their things done. I got 10 consecutive victories. I hold a lightweight consecutive victory thing and I'm aiming for that hall of fame spot. Looking at the big picture, not the small one. Kevin, It's a marathon, not a sprint. Yes, sir. I'm a man, I'm growing, and uh, this isn't what it's about. What it's about is about giving it your all, your peace, and finding that peace, and I'm finding it. Not sure if you saw, but Khabib tweeted you, congratulating you, and call, called you the real champion. That's awesome, dude. I mean, honestly, that's great. This sport right now, like I said, there's so much in the world that's going on that there's like so much more to worry about than that. And uh, right now I'm, I'm, I'm excited, I'm happy. Uh, I can't wait to go see my son. I really can't give my wife and my kid a giant hug and get some pizza in my stomach. December 2nd, 2017, UFC 218, Holloway versus Aldo 2, Detroit, Michigan. Gaethje's next opponent is former UFC and Bellator champion, Eddie Alvarez. He said on Monday that this is for the violent championship of the world. Are you down with those stakes? I'm 18-0 at 15 knockouts. Um, has anybody in the history of MMA fighting had 15 knockouts in their first 18 fights? I don't want to say definitively. I'd have to look it up, but that is pretty damn impressive. Yeah, so I think I own that title already. Oh, okay. So my mindset is different. My mindset is uh, kill or be killed. I'm ready and willing to do whatever I have to do, give whatever I have to give in order to prove a stupid point that I'm the most you know, violent person or the best fighter in the world, which means nothing in the grand scheme of things. But, you know, that's what I uh, signed up for when I was four years old, started wrestling. So I might as well be invested fully now. In the all-action fight, Eddie Alvarez hands Gaethje the first loss of his career by TKO late in the third round. The fight would earn Gaethje his second fight of the night bonus. April 14th, 2018, UFC on Fox 29, Poirier versus Gaethje, Glendale, Arizona. The highlight returns to action against top contender Dustin Poirier. Adrenaline's a hell of a drug and, you know, I'm, I'm in the pocket and my adrenaline is pumping. You know, my adrenaline and everybody in the arena's adrenaline is pumping. So uh, I, every time you come watch me, like this is going to be the most exciting live event going on in the world uh, on Saturday, April 14th at about 6.30. Uh, so you better be there. If you are there, you will remember it for the rest of your life. After three exciting back and forth rounds, Poirier finishes Gaethje by strikes early in round four. The fight earns Justin Gaethje another $50,000 for a fight of the night. <sighs> you guys, it's, this is an unforgiving sport, and um, I don't recommend it to my enemy, but uh, it was, it's what I was born and bred to do. I got about five, 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 you know, before this, I said I had six left. I got five fights. I fight for very, I fight for, I don't, I want the biggest fights possible. You know, coming off two losses, that's hard to say, but you want to see me fight, and uh, if, if you don't see me fight live, you will regret it when I'm done. I don't fight to win or lose. It's as stupid and crazy as I am. Um, and that sounds, I go in there to entertain people. Um, this is an entertainment business. I fight for money. And you know, that what I do helps me get paid a lot of money. August 25th, 2018, UFC Fight Night 135, Gaethje versus Vic, Lincoln, Nebraska. 
Now on a two-fight losing skid, Gaethje is set to face surging prospect James Vick. You're welcome, James. Welcome to the big show. You uh, get to fight the main event. You made it, buddy. Yeah, thank you, man. It's your last main event. You're about to be uh, on a three-fight losing streak and, and shipping your ass back to the B-League to fight tomato cans again. And I'll still have more money in my bank account. I got more well, money than you right now, bro. I, I fought four times in the last year, and I won my fights. You, you lost two out of three. You fucking suck, dude. I've made Fuck. more money you're in a, bonuses. You're a, you're a can you crusher. You're a can career. crusher, bro. You padded your record against B-level competition. I made $200,000 in bonuses. You, you've been fucking... Congratulations. You haven't made that in your 10 fights. Congratulations. Don't break your hand patting yourself on the ass, bro. Well, you're welcome. Are you going to run like a bitch the whole time, or are you going to stand there and fight me for these people? Yeah, I'm not, uh, I'm not the Homer Simpson of, box, of MMA like you are, bro. I'm not going to take a beating, but you will get knocked the fuck out. You take, you take 10 significant strikes per minute. That's 50 shots a round. That you're, you, ain't lasting, you ain't lasting three rounds with me taking all that beating like that. You're so 29 years yes old and you're, not. you're 29 years old and you're punch drunk and, and, and slurring when you talk, bro. So um, yeah, you're getting knocked out. No, I'm not going to stand like a retard and, 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 fight, and fight the so You're going to run like a bitch. But you are going to get know. slept. You're going to get knocked out within three rounds for sure. In one of the most devastating finishes of the year, Gaethje knocks Vic out less than 90 seconds into the fight. Gaethje earns yet another performance bonus. October 6, 2018, UFC 229, Habib vs. McGregor, Las Vegas, Nevada. Stripped of the interim UFC title due to inactivity, Tony Ferguson faces the former UFC and WC lightweight champion, Anthony Pettis. What's up, fuckers? You miss me? <laughs> Check this out. It's been five months since my injury. It took a long fucking time for me to be here. They took my belt. They took a bunch of zeros from my paycheck. How do you think I fucking feel? People want to call me weird. They want to call me cringe. You want to use my shit and not give me credit? Fuck you guys. Straight out. I'm a fucking champ. You see this gold right here? I didn't lose my belt. They took it from me. The one thing they didn't take is my smile. So after my surgery, I made a conscious decision to not want anybody else's help that wouldn't want to help me. So yeah, I got a little bit of a chip on my shoulder. It's still there. Fucking weighs a lot. Consistency times effort equals fucking confidence. I'm up here fucking in front of you as a new man, like a phoenix reborn. I'm on fucking fire, guys. So anybody you fucking put in front of me has got to work harder than me. They better run faster than me. And they better fucking hit me in the right spots because if they don't, they're gonna piss me off. Hold on, I'm not done yet. Don't be rude. I'm the fucking champ up here. Recognize it. If I got some fucking shorts on, I got my shut off and I got my cut off, seriously, don't matter what the fuck I'm wearing. You give me my respect. This is a rat race, but I'm no rat. I'm a fucking turtle, ninja turtle. So which one's your favorite? I like Michelangelo. You know how many times I had my leg kicked this camp? Take a guess. A thousand. I don't know. Just <laughs> this belt means a little bit more. This is the real fucking belt. I don't know if you guys realize that. This is the real shit. Why did you bring the belt, Tony? Because this is the real shit. Whatever trophy that they're fighting for, this has got 10 fights in a row. You guys realize that? This has got time, energy, sweat, blood invested into it. I put 
think about it like this. If I wanted to be in the CEO position of this company, I started from the fucking mail room. I started from delivering fucking mail, man. And I was fucking that guy walking around like, happy as fuck. Why? Because they gave me a shot and I knew where it could take me. So like, honestly, I love this company. I love fighting for this company. Making weight is the easiest part. You know, I'm only like five pounds away, guys. You, you're not awesome. El Kukui defeats Showtime by corner stoppage after two rounds. I'm the fucking champ. You guys realize that, right? I've been the champ. I am the champ. You have these two knuckleheads over there making this sport look bad. So when I had that media scrum over there and I yelled at all you guys, don't be feeding that bullshit. Straight up. I am the champ. I don't have a belt up here. I don't need to have a belt up here to be the champ. So if you guys want to feed that, go ahead. Put that in your pocket and take it with you. But what I'm doing here is cleaning up the sport. This is an Olympic level type of sport and it needs to be cleaned up. I've been training like an Olympian. I've talked so many different things out of my life that I didn't need anymore. And I just felt lifted. So awesome. Such a great feeling. Khabib and I deserve to fight. We need to fight for the fifth time. We need to try this out again. He is the champ. I was the intern champ. I'm still the fucking champ. There's no BS in this. Connor does not want to fight me. I saw him when we were walking out to the weigh-ins. He walked up, he did his strut. I turned around and he fucking stopped. He looked like a deer in headlights. Nobody wants to be trapped inside that cage with me. They don't want to get cut by my elbows. They don't want to get hit by any of my kicks and they don't want their conditioning checked by me. I'm a different animal than these guys. They want to be animals inside there. I'm the dog catcher, guys. All right, I got a noose for them. There's nobody in this division that's ready for me. You guys want to talk about money fights? You want to talk about this and that? I have the belt inside my room. I'll match my belt up with Connors or with Khabib's any day. I'm all in. I'll bump up to 171. I'm done here and I'll clean up that division too. You got to try to take this smile from me. You got to beat me inside that octagon. And I don't see not one of these fighters in the UFC doing that. I'm setting myself up for life for my 401k and everything else with my professional team. I'm taking Snap into it global. You guys have no idea. Me and my sharks... We're going big with this stuff. Health and wellness, man, it's awesome. I did my thing in four months. A lot of these PT guys, I'm going back from my PT, you guys. You guys know what that is, right? It's a doctorate. That way you motherfuckers have to listen to me now. Get it? You got Khabib. Khabib's a game opponent, he's a real fighter. I don't know about that BS that happened afterwards, but emotions flare inside there. You guys have no idea that when, what we have to prepare for. I recommend any of you guys to pick up a pair of gloves and a pair of hand wraps and go spar somebody. See if that makes, makes you excited a little bit. Because if that does excite you, then you're in the right sport. Okay, what the UFC is gonna do with that, that's not on me. I'm gonna prepare for the next guy that's in front of me, straight up. When I'm hurt, I, I love it. I love that feeling because it's real. That's the most realest feeling that you could ever have, is being in pain because everything else, happiness could be fake, crying could be fake, but pain? Shit, that's real. I got kicked in the leg. It hurt a little bit, but I walked it off. My, when I got kicked in the leg and I smiled, that was real. It did not hurt. It took me four months because I've had great trainers. Well, trainers meaning doctors, okay? Doctors, therapists that have helped me battle back from my arm. Dude, I've had how many surgeries, guys? How many, who knows the right amount of surgeries I've had? None of y'all. I've had five to six surgeries. I can't even remember how many surgeries I've had. But that's plenty of time to learn a thing or two about a thing or two, don't you think? And take an opportunity to say, you know what, I'm not gonna take your hand, condescending handshake therapist guy. I'm gonna do this shit on my own. You're telling me six months to a year? I'm gonna do it in three months. I did it in less than five months, ladies and gentlemen. Why, because I was good health, good rest. I took the Kobe Bryant approach. 
the more I got towards this fight. Sleep less, run more, work out more, feel better, eat good, rest more. Repeat the process over and over, and it showed inside that octagon tonight. Anthony Pettis, very game opponent. We did our homework, and we saw him quit. We made him quit. March 30th, 2019, UFC on ESPN2, Barboza versus Gaethje, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Gaethje is booked yet again as a fight night main event, this time against perennial top contender Edson Barboza. Gaethje knocks out Barboza in the first round. And yes, you guessed it, Gaethje earns yet another performance bonus check. I was great. I was great that night. Um, you know, this is a very finicky sport. I mean, sometimes you're on, sometimes, you know, you have a bad night. And I was on fire that night. Um, you know, unfortunately for him, everything I threw landed. Um, and I was just on fire. Uh, again, I was, uh, I experienced it in the big fight. The, the patience, the, the ability to, to see things, to, uh, to, to recognize things, to make a game plan, you know, to, as, it, as the fight evolves. I've never had that before. And so I was really excited to go in there, create it again, and I had the same experience. So I'm, you know, I'm fighting night and day from how I fought Johnson. Uh, you know, the previous, let's see, uh, one of my 20, 20 and two. So the previous 19 fights, or 20 fights, I fought different. Every time I stepped in there, it was different. And these last two have been different. And you always want to say that as, you, you know, as you're winning. But um, that's, the, that's the honest truth. Um, my approach is different. Um, and I'm, it's, it's very refreshing to go in there and have that experience. I don't know if I have that one-shot power because I've never one-shot at anybody before Vic. But I mean, I think I, with the pay, my coach told me from day one, if you have a little bit more patience and you don't try quite as hard, you will pe put people to sleep if you just place your shots. And so, yeah, I saw that and I was like, you know, no matter what, if you get the finish, people will, that's all people remember. So I went in there, I was like, you know, if I was to have a slow two minutes, then I think I would be forgiven to myself if, as long as I finish him. But uh, no matter how I fight, it's gonna be, I'm gonna be in their face. The pressure is, is nothing they will ever experience. And um, I just have a lot of fun doing it. I found success early and I never changed it because I kept having success. And you know, in life, you'd be a fool to change your route if you're finding success. So, um, you know, I couldn't take a, couldn't U-turn, I couldn't take a left, couldn't take a right. I had to keep going down the path that I was on and that was go out there, create chaos. And I've, I was never the guy that never came out on the winning end of that until I faced Eddie Alvarez and Dustin Poirier. And even then, after the Poirier, or after the Eddie Alvarez fight, I wasn't sure that it didn't, wasn't still successful. So I had to go in there and do it again because I had a lot of success against Eddie fighting that fight. And I had a lot of success against Dustin fighting that fight. However, coming off two losses, I was able to go back and say, let's change. Um, you know, let, my coach was trying the whole time. Yeah. Um, he was the best in the world. I should listen to him. But I, you know, he also didn't want to say, let's change. And then I lose. And then I kind of, this is a mental game. That would have that would have broke me, in a sense. Um, if I was to change without losing, and then to lose, then I would have been like, "Whoa, you know, why did you do that?" And then I would start questioning myself, questioning my uh, approach, my technique, everything. He let me, he let the cards, you know, play out like they should have played out. I went out there, fought stupid fights, and lost two times in a row. And then we were able to go back to the drawing board and and, and make changes. June eighth, twenty nineteen. UFC 238, Cejudo versus Morias, Chicago, Illinois. Tony Ferguson returns to the cage against UFC veteran Donald Cowboy Cerrone. 
Can you explain to us, I don't think anyone's really appreciated how much it hurt you that the UFC took that interim title off you. Oh, there's a lot of emotional damage. I mean, just more than anything else, coming from Dana's mouth saying that uh, anybody that wears glasses inside deserves to have that happen to them. What the fuck is that? I was wearing prescription glasses, so I wear them all the time because obviously uh, I have a couple of different things with branding. I mean, if you guys like Daft Punk, you obviously don't understand why they do that. Uh, it's just my thing, man, and you know what? People can jock my style as much as they want, but uh, it's my own shit. It's blades and shades all day. Have you spoken to Dana about those comments? Because it's, like you said, it's pretty harsh. Have you ever even addressed them with him? Yeah, he kind of joked about it, made another joke about it, but uh, that's where our relationship is kind of distant. I don't really like try to get too close to him. He's not my boss. I work for the company. I mean, literally, I'm not trying to be his best friend. I mean, you know, he's like, what's the quote? He's like, he's talked about Connor. He said, can't you fucking love him? And then he's like, no, we're not best friends. It's wishy-washy. I don't want to fucking be close to anybody that's wishy-washy. I'm not here for that. I'm here to represent myself, represent my country, the United States. I am Mexican, so I'm, you, I'm well, American with Mexican parts. It's dope. Fucking powerful. It works. It's like, I'm not going to do anything different. I'm going to stay consistent. Yeah, I can be an asshole. I can be right here. I'm not going to be everybody's friend, but I'll shake everybody's hand if they're respectful for it to me. I'll give you a great interview, and I'll tell you exactly how it is. I shoot from the cuff, and that's how I am. I'm a bartender. I like to serve everybody. Speaking of- Ferguson defeats Cerrone by Dr. Stoppage after two rounds of fighting. I got 12 fights in a row, man. I should be calling the fucking shots. I mean, I've had my title already. I mean, fuck, everybody else needs an eval. It's kind of funny, but... uh. I don't know what else I have to do in this division to keep to keep after it, man. I mean, like I said, it's a round-robin tournament, but I'm tired of it, man. I'm here to stay. I am the fucking champ. You know, I don't have to go on and, and, and refurbish a lot of that stuff. You guys know what I'm about. You know I'm about the business. You guys know I'm about learning and growing. And uh, fuck, man, if Dustin Poirier don't do it, I'm going to do it, man. Tiramisu needs an ass whooping. and needs two to the stomach from me. And uh, if it's McNuggets, you know, from Money Fight or whatever, I mean, literally, he's an athlete, too. I know the division misses him inside here, you know what I mean? I'm pretty sure he misses the fight game too. I mean, seriously, we, we need to see these fighters keep coming out here and representing themselves in the sport because that's why you fucking got in it. Like, you're an athlete, man. Keep coming back. I mean, when it's your time to retire, go and fucking retire, man. I mean, seriously. But if you've, if you've made a name in this sport and you're able and you're, you're within the age limit, fucking keep competing. And I really want to keep doing that. I want to keep representing myself and my team, my family, and I want to keep winning. What sounds better than 12? 13, but it sounded a hell of a lot better with a title shot and having that 13 victory. September 14th, 2019, UFC on ESPN Plus 16, Cerrone versus Gaethje, Vancouver, British Columbia. The highlight is booked in another main event, this time against former title challenger and former sparring partner, Donald Cowboy Cerrone. Brain, foe, it does not fucking matter. Saturday night, um, you know, I would be doing him a disservice if I didn't try to knock him out like I have every opponent. You know, he's the second, I just saw an interview, he's the second man to call me Homer Simpson, and he's the second man that will go to sleep for it. My nickname is The Highlight, there's a reason. I got six bonuses out of five fights. I'm 100% in the UFC of either getting knocked out or knocking people out, and I will continue. When I'm done, I hope I either, I do not want to win or lose without them going to sleep or me going to sleep. That's what I do. It's not for the faint of heart. What I do is not for the faint of heart. Um, but I'm a different breed. I was born and raised and bred to do this. I'll say it over and over. Uh, I wouldn't recommend this to my enemy, but uh, Cowboy's in for a one tough motherfucking night come Saturday night. I promise you that. Um, win or lose, uh, we're both, if it goes past eight, nine minutes, we're both on the brink of death. And that's how I want it. Gaethje easily dispatches Cerrone by first round knockout. Justin Gaethje has now earned 
seven performance bonuses for his first six UFC fights. I've learned that I have a couple sledgehammers attached to these arms. So as long as my feet put me in position and I have a great coach that has me balanced at all points, I can throw, you know, from the left side, from the right side. Um, as I'm taking angles, that's what we're working on. And that was very successful tonight. That was great tonight. You know, I'll give myself that. You mentioned you don't have- Who deserves the next time shot? 21st. Do you think wins out by the Khabib April 18th, 2020. UFC 249, Habib versus Ferguson, Lamore, California. For the fifth time, the champ Habib Nurmagomedov is scheduled to face the number one contender, Tony Ferguson, in what the UFC has called the most anticipated fight ever. It's Tiramo fucking shoe time, motherfuckers! We're keeping it sweet, we're keeping it savvy, and we'll keep it a little classy. The hype is real. You better fucking be there, Khabib. I'm glad you showed up. Just sit it down and walk away. I think we have to fight. You Fuck know, your legacy. Like, uh, I think he's, uh, he deserves this, you know. He is real challenge. You know, I respect his skills, you know. But, you know, like... Uh, like fighter, he's a very good fighter, but why people don't like him? Because he's a stupid guy, you know, that's why. Nobody understand him. I'm very know? educated, motherfucker. Like, honestly, like, he look like stupid, you know? That's why nobody like him. But like fighter, he's a very good fighter, you know? And I respect his skill, and that's why he here, you know? Like, biggest fight on the air, and uh, we'll see April 18th. The, 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 Champ shoot only, motherfucker. I can't understand this gonna be a bitch. Big I'm gonna fucking map. I'm gonna mop the map with your fucking hat. Can't wait. Him and I'm gonna use all this for training. Big I'm gonna excuse. go in there so soon. I know. Oh, it's gonna be fucking. When I smash him, when I make him flat, when I make him shut your mouth with my People hand. are gonna talk about his. I'm gonna own. hit you so hard in your stomach, you're gonna piss fucking blood, kid. <laughs> Stupid guy. This kid's a bully. He's never been in a street fight. Never actually been thrown into a trash can or like any kind of shit like that. So now you're street fucking, fight, you're, you're fucking with you. somebody that hey, you don't want to. Hey, I don't have to bring this. Sunglasses. In I'm street fight, fight, I can you, eat you. You understand? No, Who are you? Care. You never fight in street. You American guy. In American, you cannot fight in street. There we go. Here I am is, from right? Rio Mountain. I can eat you in street fight. Here we fight. go. What are you talking All you Americans, right, that are uh, cheering for this hey, little bitch? I don't care all Americans. They know. Love you. They know where I'm from. I can eat you in street fight. What are you talking about? When you fight in street, tell me when you fight in street. When you find this, tell me. Okay, for example. I'm from fucking Oxnard, bitch. Okay, what? What is this? What is this, Oxford? And Muskegon, Michigan. Hey, Tony, look at me. Look at when you fight last time. When you fight last time in the street, tell the people true. Tell last the time people I true. The street, oh, huh? Man, it was a one punch fucking knockout. What? When you fight in street, we talk hey, about. Pops always fight. told me you had hey, to really fucking quick in overseas. You think this is cage fight in street? You think this is cage fight? I'm gonna throw you in the fucking cage. I'm gonna broke you in street Watch. fight, you You're understand? Fucking check what are you talking about? The championship match was originally booked to take place at the Barclays Center in Brooklyn, New York. However, due to the worldwide coronavirus pandemic, local government officials prohibited the show due to safety concerns and shelter-in-place orders. South by Southwest, the, the music and arts festival got canceled today because of the coronavirus outbreak. Any concerns? Anything that you guys can do to try to... Hey, it's a legitimate question. It's a legitimate question. 
Legitimate question. I mean, it's, it's got to be a little bit of a concern, right, for any big event. Yeah, so when, when, it, when it comes to safety of the athletes and the fans and everything else, no matter where we go or what we do, we're always concerned with that. And we've been thinking about this for weeks. Dr. Davidson's been involved. And, um, yeah, I mean, I don't know what else to say other than that. You, uh, you said on your, your... We're not canceling the event. Well, no, I'm not. I didn't, I didn't say that. never said that. On April 1st, Nurmagomedov announced that he will not be fighting at UFC 249 due to travel and training restrictions from the COVID-19 pandemic. The UFC announces that Justin Gaethje will now be facing Tony Ferguson for the interim championship. No, this is the name of the game. There's a, there's a lot. It's you know, a whole lot of nothing and then, a, then action and then back to nothing. You know, I fight, I fight it's going to be almost nine, eight, nine months now. So... It's very hard to stay focused, but ultimately I know I'm going to have a fight and I know it's going to be a big fight. So if, if I'm not ready or if I make the choices to not be ready now, it, you know, I will never forgive myself. What did you mean? The UFC declines to announce where exactly the matchup will take place, citing media scrutiny. On April 7th, a New York Times article revealed that UFC 249 was set to take place on the Tachi Yoku tribal lands in Central California. On April 9th, after a call from its broadcast partner's parent company, Disney, the UFC officially cancels the April event in Lemoore, California. May 9th, 2020, UFC 249, Ferguson vs. Gaethje, Jacksonville, Florida. Tony Ferguson is set to face Justin Gaethje at the Vistar Veterans Memorial Arena for the interim UFC Lightweight Championship. On April 24th, the UFC announces the new venue, date, and matchup, as well as two more cards in the same location. All three of these events are going to take place in Jacksonville, Florida at the Vistar Veterans Memorial Arena. Earlier this week, we reported Florida would be the destination statewide. Dave Meltzer of the Wrestling Observer was the first to report the venue in Jacksonville. Obviously, due to the COVID-19 pandemic, this is going to be a closed-door event. There's going to be limited media. These are all things that we expected. It is important to note that the UFC has the support of all the important people here. Florida Governor Rod DeSantis, he has signed off on all three of these events. They're all going to be sanctioned by the Florida State Boxing Commission. The mayor of Jacksonville, Lenny Curry, he is in. Due to public health concerns, no fans will be in attendance for this event, and it will only be available to watch via pay-per-view. You're listening to the Vox Media Podcast Network. The Current Podcast is back with an exciting new season featuring marketing executives from the world's most influential brands. Tune in to hear what's driving conversation in the fast-moving world of digital advertising with unique insights from brands as diverse as Hilton, Instacart, Moderna, Major League Soccer, and more. And in this presidential election season, The Current explores what a national political advertiser like the National Republican Senatorial Committee and a major CPG brand like Hershey can learn from each other. Listen in and subscribe to The Current at thecurrent.com or wherever you get your podcasts. More to-dos, less time, and an infinite number of tools to keep track of. 
Sometimes doing business has never felt harder, but you don't need a miracle to hit your goals. You can just use HubSpot because their all-in-one customer platform can make growing your business infinitely easier. Imagine this, high quality leads, fast closing deals, wildly happy customers, and more benchmark breaking quarters. It's not a miracle, it's HubSpot. Visit HubSpot.com to get started today.